Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 747, for Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 ranked games on Board Game Geek, as determined by ratings of its users. It was 15 years ago that the first edition of the Board Game Top 10s podcast had its data from. Uh, Of those 10 games, uh, none of them are any longer in the top 10. This is the first beginning-of-year survey in which that's been true since Twilight Struggle fell off uh, about midway through the year. Now, I used that phrase advisedly, even though the first episode of this podcast is dated January 1st, 2007. I didn't actually begin the podcast until 2013, and then I did a lot of backfilling. You've seen me do that before. Well, now we'll look at the first of the year ratings, and uh, as usual, we'll have some comparison to the last year as well. First up at number 10, repeating there from last quarter, War of the Ring, the second edition by Roberto Di Meglio, Marco Maggi, and Francesco Nepotello, published by Ares Games, with a rating of 8.135. That is a seven-point gain for uh, War of the Ring, which is pretty good since the last couple of quarters, its gain was only three points. It also, once again, resets the mark for the highest number 10 ever, about five points better than Twilight Struggle's final appearance back in April. Additionally, it extends its lead over Spirit Island, which sits at number 11. Last time it was one point back, and now it is four points back. And Great Western Trail, which last time fell to 12 one point back, is now 11 points behind. Repeating at number 9, Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization, by Vlada Kvato, published by Czech Games Edition, with a rating of 8.151, 16 points more than War of the Ring, and a decline of 10. This is its 16th consecutive decline, during which it has lost 173 points from its former peak of number 2. It has, though, in repeating at number 9, arrested its recent downward motion. It's given away one position each of the last three quarters, from 6 to 7 to 8 to 9, but now sits at number 9 for a quarter. Although if it loses the same amount of rating and War of the Ring gains the same amount, War of the Ring will surpass it next quarter. Repeating at number 8, Star Wars Rebellion by Cory Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.172, 21 points more than Through the Ages, and a decline of one point. Not its first ever decline, but it has been pretty consistently adding to its rating. Still a a little bit of a step backwards. Comparing to where it was last year, it's nine points better than it was last year, and that was on an eight-point gain in 2020. So it's able to tread water in the top ten by continually, slowly adding to its rating. Repeating at number 7 for the third time, Gaia Project by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, 
with a rating of 8.176, four more than Star Wars Rebellion, but also a decline of one point. So this is the the third out of the last four quarters that these two games have been moving in lockstep. Uh, They previously, last quarter, both gained three points, and two quarters before that also both gained three points. The only difference was in the July edition, where Rebellion gained four, and Gaia Project only three. So over the last year, Rebellion has gained nine, Gaia Project only eight. But still, keeping that margin very, very consistent. With this decline of one point, it ends a run of over three years, during which Gaia Project gained continually in its rating every quarter. In its fourth quarter on the list, after climbing to number five last time, sliding back to number six, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.258. That's 82 points more than Gaia Project, or more than double, or about double, not exactly double, the gap from Gaia Project to War of the Ring at number 10. But it is a decline of six points. This on successive gains of 17 and 18 points the last two quarters. So that is an unexpected drop. It had actually been on pace last quarter to move up to number four this quarter. And instead it slides back to number six. That allows Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition by Christian T. Peterson, Corey Kaneska, and Dane Beltrami, published by Fantasy Flight Games, to surge back up and recapture the number five position after slipping last month to number six. It had previously spent four consecutive quarters at number five. Its rating is 8.262, so only four points more than Jaws of the Lion, and that's a gain of four points, which is consistent. Four-point gain last quarter and the quarter before, three points before that, 21 on the year. A nice little bump. At number four for the seventh consecutive quarter, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.274. That is 12 more than Twilight Imperium, 16 more than Jaws of the Lion, and a decline of four points. Its third consecutive quarter of decline, a total of 13 points lost on those three quarters, 11 points lost on the year. Its gap to Twilight Imperium at number five has shrunk from 28 to 20 to 12, a consistent eight-point shrinking each of the last three quarters, which means at the current rate, Twilight Imperium will pass terraforming Mars in two quarters, midsummer. Repeating at number three for the seventh quarter in a row, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with a rating of 8.418, 144 points more than terraforming Mars and a nine-point gain. The gap between terraforming Mars and War of the Ring is 142 points. So the gap between three and four, roughly equal to the gap between four 
and 10. As brass has, uh, well, we'll see, has come a long way toward crossing that gap between itself and the top two games. It's had a 61-point gain on the year, even though its last two quarters have been gains of only 8 and 9 points. Repeating at number 2 for the 17th time is our longest-running game in the top 10, Pandemic Legacy, Season 1, by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.443. 25 more than brass, and a decline of 7 points. This is its 14th decline in the last 15 quarters, during which it has lost a total of 58 points from its peak. In this past year, it has lost 23 after losing 6 points throughout 2020. But noteworthy is its gap to brass, from two quarters ago being 55 points, down to 41 last quarter, and now down to only 25. That means Brass continues on pace in two quarters to pass Pandemic Legacy. But repeating at number one for the 17th consecutive quarter, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games, with a rating of 8.511, 68 points more than Pandemic Legacy, and a decline of 14, its second largest decline. It has lost 47 points over the span of 2021, after losing 27 points in 2020. Its total decline over the last 12 quarters is 110 points. It consistently loses more points in Pandemic Legacy, and so its gap to Pandemic Legacy has continued to shrink slightly, from 81 two quarters ago to 75 to 68. Even still, at that pace, it will be over two years before Pandemic Legacy would pass Gloomhaven. However, the gap between Gloomhaven and Brass has gone from 136 points two quarters ago to 116 to 93. At that pace, Brass would pass Gloomhaven in a year. Could that happen? Well, I never would have thought so, but the ratings continue to surprise me. Brass certainly has been the most naturally gaining high-ranking game we've seen in a while. Remember, Pandemic Legacy and Gloomhaven both shot to the top way above everything else, whereas Brass has just been on kind of a slow burn over the last, well, couple of years. So we'll keep watching this. Uh, They'll be in the same positions next quarter, but after that, it should be interesting. For Wednesday... January 5th, 2022.